Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I will be talking with Sarah Schuster and Jay Shea. They're with the local Indigenous organization, Odeawin, Connect Indigenous Culture Connection. Welcome, Jay and Sarah. Hi, Marge. Thank you, Marge. Hi. Very glad that you both could join me. Jay, I'm going to start with you. What is your story? And I believe you've had some struggles to set up this role of providing Indigenous knowledge to our community. Okay, can you tell us a little bit about what, what's been happening with you? Well, sure. And uh, start by thanking you and for having us a part of your podcast. I um, will start with uh, Ani Bojo, Makade Bijake Nini, Indigenous Cause, Mayang and Dotum, Tokoronto and June Chaba. So most people know me as Jay Shea. My spirit name is Black Buffalo Man. I am Wolf Clan, and although my family and ancestors are from the James Bay region, Ottawa Biscuits, I was born in Toronto. I, I have, um, I've been pretty blessed in having a connection to multiple cultures. Uh, as a young child, my first connection was with the Haudenosaunee people of Six Nations where I even had my first job at the Friendship Center there. And uh, it was through this experience and working as a camp counselor that I found that feeling of connection to community and culture. And it really did start to shape my life. When many people would leave after work, I would stick around and hang out with those elders and listen to stories and lessons. It was a really amazing feeling of, uh, of belonging. And so over the years, got a little bit older. And uh, today I am a husband and a father of two children living in Richmond Hill for the past 15 years. And uh, about a few years ago, you know, my children started asking a little bit more about, uh, about our culture, about our community. And it became pretty clear after searching around that York region uh, isn't an underserved community when it comes to Indigenous services and programs. It just hasn't been served. And so instead of kind of sitting back and, and complaining about it, we, uh, we set out to, uh, to change that. Um, it's been an amazing journey. And, uh, and you kind of made a comment there that, you know, there, there was some struggles, but uh, I think we've all heard that saying that nothing worth doing is ever easy. However, I actually found it to be quite the opposite of, of struggles. You know, it's been pretty clear that our community has been so interested in learning about the Indigenous culture, values, and customs, uh, and they've showed so much support. It amazes me how many families we've met that have all told us that they thought they were the only ones in Richmond Hill. And that means the world to me and to us. Being a group of volunteers, the support we received along this journey has been so important 
in providing inclusive indigenous programming, um, which has led to building community, language revitalization, and connecting people back to our culture through arts, crafts, food, song, all of which has created a new, or I should say a renewed sense of belonging, and most importantly, improving the overall well-being for everyone involved. Very nice story. So thank you for sharing all of that. Sarah, can you share Hello. a bit about what you were up to? And I've heard that you have a amazing garden. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Marge, for having us. I'm very grateful to be here. Uh, I would like to introduce myself in Anishinaabe Moan, which is the Ojibwe language. So, Buzu, Beshkwa, Gijigon, Bishkwe, and Dishnikaz, the ZK and Dodem, Richmond Hill, Ontario, and Dunjaba. Hello, my spirit name is Blue Sky Water Woman. I am of the Turtle Clan, and I am from Richmond Hill, Ontario. Uh, I am an Anishinaabe woman, and my family is from Lacton, the Lac First Nation in northwestern Ontario. My biological mother and her siblings were taken from their traditional territories during the 60s scoop, and they were displaced from their language, their culture, and their families. My biological mother suffered great intergenerational trauma due to this separation, and when I was born, I was also taken from her. Um, this is an unfortunately common story among Indigenous people. And unlike many others in my situation, my adoption placed me in a beautiful, loving family right here in Richmond Hill. I loved growing up here, but it wasn't a place that had any resources for Indigenous people. And for many years, I felt confused by my identity. I've spent a lifetime reconnecting to my culture by learning traditional crafting, gardening, and ceremonial ways. And as for my garden, it's still covered in snow right now, but I can't wait to get started. Every year I grow uh, traditional Indigenous medicines that I give back to the community. I also grow glass gem corn right here in Richmond Hill, Indigenous varieties of beans, assorted vegetables and herbs. Um, this year we will be planting a community medicine garden at Richmond Hill Public Library and I am very excited. Very nice. Okay, I'm looking forward to, to seeing your garden at the, well, the library especially. Okay, your organization is called Oduin, Connect Indigenous Culture Connection. Okay. Oduin, which you've had to instruct me how to say, is spelled O-D-E-I-W-I-N. Can you tell us what the word means and why you have called your organization that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... As some may know, I mean, this journey in itself in, in Richmond Hill started back in 2019, and it's always been like driven through grassroots-based initiatives. Um, as mentioned, you know, and you heard through Sarah as well, York Region is an underserved uh, community when it comes to Indigenous programs and services. And so as we continue to get more involved and meet more people, it was clear that so much more could be done. I, or I should say should be done. And so it was actually during ceremony this past summer out on the shores of Lake Huron, many communities came to Saugeen First Nations to attend a shake tent ceremony. It's one of our oldest ceremonies. And yet with very few conductors left, this particular conductor came from the Wisconsin area. Um, it was through the ceremony that I was able to connect and explain what we've been learning and working on and through this process, we were gifted the name Odeowin. 
Odewin isn't a word you're going to find in a dictionary. You most likely will find Oday, which means heart. Odewin is an Anishinaabe word that translates to path of the heart. We were told to build on this journey, spend more time with our people and youth, which happens to be the fastest growing population in Canada, and better understand what they aspire to be and ensure they have the support to get there. It is through this process that Odeowin will build these vital programs and services. And that's where you see a break from our main name into the programs people now follow. Odeowin Connect, Odeowin Learn, and Odeowin Lead. These are the three key pillars that we're, we're building under the umbrella of Odeowin. Very good. Thank you for that explanation. But can you go back? You said something about tent shaking. What? What is that? Um, it is one of our, our oldest ceremonies across Turtle Island. Um, as mentioned, there's not a lot of conductors left. And when they do come, we'll find multiple communities from across southwestern Ontario and even from the states that will come and attend to this. Shake Tent is a ceremony. And what I can share is, um, is a process that allows us to connect our uh, to creator and ask important questions. Many communities and, and family members and people will use it to, um, to connect and find their spirit names, their clans, or their colors. Um, these key things allow us to understand our identity, our role within community, and what our journey holds for us. Many people will use this ceremony to answer very difficult questions. Um, it is a very special ceremony, and I'm grateful that we were gifted the name through it. Very good. Thank you for that, because it's, it's a term I had not heard of before. Sarah, maybe you can tell us some of your goals, and what do you hope the future for Odeawin uh, brings? Uh, so, so far, we've been facilitating three programs at Ritual Public Library for about eight months now. Mm -hmm. And every month we create uh, spaces for Indigenous teachings, ceremony, crafting, and community. And I really hope to continue to create these spaces um, and to create the spaces that would have helped me when I was growing up in Richmond Hill, finding my way as a very confused Indigenous person struggling with my identity uh, we have a three-year plan uh, to make these programs happen, and I'm really looking forward to making that happen. Very good. Yeah, yeah the programs are really quite popular. They are. They are. They are. If I, if I can jump in there, you know, because Sarah has done, like, an amazing job, like, you know, building specific programs. Um, she's been designing and delivering um, amazing programs from a beginner beating workshop where we had over 75 people sign up in just a couple days, an amazing medicine uh, pouch workshop where everyone learned about the history of the pouch, the medicine, the leather work and techniques, and everyone left with their own medicine pouch. Mm -hmm. um, we, we presented speaker series with information and insight around treaty education and indigenous food sovereignty as well as some amazing cultural education sessions that have included teachings about our sacred medicines, learning about the medicine wheel, with some exciting hands-on gardening sessions coming up this month. Very good, yeah. I was able to attend you one on food sovereignty. It was very informative, and your manic bread 
was amazing. So yes. I'll tell my mom. My mom makes the your mom. Okay. That was good. And some very good tea. So that's good. Okay. Uh, March 21st, our city council, after many years of discussing having one, uh, will be uh, implementing a land acknowledgement. What are your thoughts on a land acknowledgement? This is a touchy topic for, for many. Um, and from my, from my earliest memories of sitting with elders and knowledge keepers, I always remember how they started a gathering or ceremony. And that was with thanks and acknowledgement, which is different from a land acknowledgement. While many may not agree on this topic, I think it's important to acknowledge the caretakers of this land that were here long before us. And we do that with, re with respect to their names and not by the treaty that took their land, resources, culture, and ability to survive as a community. Treaties are not a badge of honor. At the Winter Carnival, I had the most amazing experience with a community member. As I was finishing up giving my thanks and acknowledgements and a reminder of our role as current caretakers of this land, we continued with a smudge ceremony. As I walked off stage, I was called over by a lady that was sitting on a walker with a scarf full of winter carnival pins. She mentioned that it has been a while since her last smudge and I was of course honored to help her with that. As I sat with her during the smudge, she shared that in all the years that she has lived in Richmond Hill and she was at the first winter carnival 51 years ago, she had never heard anyone acknowledge her people the Chippewas of Georgina Island. Her father was born on that island and he moved here in high school, which eventually led to her birth in Richmond Hill. As she continued to share that as I was up there speaking her native language, an amazing feeling came through her. She embraced the arms of the gentleman taking care of her, looked up and shared that as I was speaking, her spirit name came back. This experience was not only beautiful for her, it dropped me to my knees to be with that energy and to enjoy that connection. You see, I did not refer to any treaties. I referred to them as our closest allies and neighbors. And I thanked them for their continued role as caretakers and teachers of this land. For me, when the land acknowledgement is presented from the heart with proper research and acknowledgement of the people of this land and has a clear intent of what you plan on doing with what you plan on doing as current takers of this land, only then it is meaningful and with purpose. If people do not wish to put in the effort and are only doing it to check off a box, and we all know and feel that this is, this is why many Indigenous people are not fans of the scripted land acknowledgement. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. So yes. And thank you for sharing the story of the the woman at the winter carnival. So, but yes, I, I know it's a contentious issue. And, you know, is it something that a land acknowledgement that a non-Indigenous person should be saying, or should an Indigenous person be saying it? And is it, I believe it's different depending on who says it. So again, thank you for sharing. Okay. But moving ahead, what would you like to see the non-Indigenous residents of our community do to strengthen the relationship with our indigenous neighbors and um, you know, what would you, what else would you like the city of Richmond Hill to do? My answer is very simple uh, and it's for everybody just to listen with open hearts and understanding the same as we would with any community member. 
Um, I would like the city to do that. And I would like my neighbors to do that because growing up here, I didn't feel like it was safe for me to identify as an indigenous person. I always kept it very, um, very private. I never told people that I was going to a powwow with my family. I never told people that I was going to shake tent or to get my name. Um, it was not a time when we were talking about residential schools or these, these things were kept very private. So um, just knowing now that people are a little more open-minded is, is a great start. And I would like to keep that energy going. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Jay, would you like to add anything? What are your aspirations? Well, I would like to, I would like to say for our community like to come and learn about our culture you know, the process and education is what will help us create a safe space for everyone moving forward. You know, there is no truth and reconciliation without the non-Indigenous community. You know, we have been working with many members of the city staff and everyone I engaged with have been open, warm and with good intentions. Today, we were presented with several options that the city would like to collaborate with us on. You know, we'll continue to have those important conversations and ensure that we continue to make important strides and truly make a meaningful impact on every one of our community members. Very nice. Very, very positive. Thank you for that. Anything else that you guys want to add to our conversation? Sarah? Just that I'd like to welcome everyone interested to attend our workshops, events, and ceremonies. At the, at the central location of the Richmond Hill Public Library. They're free and open to all community members. Um, and if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out to me or Jay. If we don't have the answers, we will point you in the right direction, if we can. If we can, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you for that. Jay? I echo what Sarah says there, you know. I, yeah. I'm really proud of, of a lot of the things that are happening today. You know, behind the scenes, it, it's taking a lot of work and, and effort and dedication of, of a group of volunteers, you know, and without the support of our community, um, this this would not be happening. And, uh, and I'll take that opportunity to, to thank everyone and say Chi McWetch. You know, it's it's really building a, a sense of pride, not only for the community, but my children. And that's what it's really about. A podcast with this one question I ask everyone name one thing you really like about this community Sarah you want to go first <laughs> just one oh, yes growing up here I've had the chance to walk so many of the nature trails in Richmond Hill and they really are a local treasure um, and I walk them in all weather all seasons and I really love to see how the trees change and how the wildflowers change and how the streams change, especially the Dawn River tributaries. Mm -hmm. um, that is really probably my favorite thing about this community. And because I've been here pretty much my whole life, um, just seeing how every little part of these nature trails changes over the years, over the mm -hmm. seasons, that, that's probably my favorite thing about Richmond Hill. Very nice. And I believe I'm walking in the same trails as you are. Oh, yeah. So we'll hopefully in a Trail Greenway. I love we'll, it. We'll see. Yes. We'll be seeing those uh, spring flowers, the trout lilies mm -hmm. and such. Uh, I, I know like where, where the, where certain flower patches yeah. grow and I, I wait to see them come back every year. Like yeah. I, mm -hmm. I welcome, I put tobacco down saying, mm -hmm. thank you for coming back. Like yeah. I, I really, I really honor those relationships with, with the plants in 
in the Richfield Greenway, um, all over, all over Richmond Hill. Yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, Jay, can you name one one thing you really like about this community? Um, you know what? When when we were, were looking to move and and purchase a home. Um, I, I didn't know much about Richmond Hill um, or the community or, or my neighbors for that matter, but I have been blessed to live in an amazing ward surrounded by such amazing neighbors, neighbors that have become more than just friends. Um, and when you have like amazing community members that look after each other, you know, like I couldn't be prouder of that. There is really a sense of belonging and, uh, and family and, and home and uh, it turned out to be a really amazing decision. So shout out to all of my neighbors out in Ward 2. Very good. Okay. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at Marge, M-A-R-J, at margeandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected.